Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Boxed In, Yahoo Sports' show where we embrace debate. Today's debate on Boxed In comes down to NFL draft classes. I'm Pete Thamel, college football writer for Yahoo Sports, host of the Yahoo Sports College podcast. I am joined by Therese Paler and Charles Robinson. You know them as Yahoo's duo, who does the Yahoo NFL podcast. And we are going to do a little tussle, a little back and forth on what is the greatest NFL draft of all time. Because Charles is our veteran expert, he is going to argue the 1989 draft, because he was alive for it. Therese wasn't, but he's still going to argue the 1983 draft, which of course gave us seven Hall of Famers, six of whom, oh, eight Hall of Famers, seven of whom popped up in the first round. Let's start with Charles. Charles, why are you going 1989 on us? I mean, look... It's the greatest because top he couldn't five. pick eighty three. Well, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll start off with that. <laughs> Let's I got be completely hosed. Yeah, I, I got completely hosed in the selection process here. So when we decided we were going to argue drafts, Therese took about half a second to shout out, "I'll take eighty three. Yeah, that's uh, that's how that started. So there's been a little bit of a protest. There may have been a fight between me and uh, our producer Brett Raider over this uh, via yeah, text you message. You missed an but epic. Charles I, I, Tipper tantrum about this. Yeah, it was no, great. It's yeah, absolutely. Sure. Okay, so you're setting me up for the L off the bat. That's fine. All right. I look. I'll take 89. I'll take 89. I don't have a problem taking a 1989, because you know what? 1989 provided us the greatest first five draft choices in the history of any draft period, let alone the NFL draft. Obviously, Troy Aikman comes off number one. Tony Mandrich who I will say is a great pick at number two, and there's a reason why. We'll get into that later in the show. At number two, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas. Wait a minute. Do we have to call a timeout for the Michigan State Charles Robinson bias already showing up? We will get we'll, right. Listen, we'll get I mean, there. You're going to work Tom Thank Izzo in this draft, too? Like, let's, let's Steve, not. Tony Mandrich being a good pick. It's, it's ridiculous. Let, let's not heard. jump ahead to my methodology here. All right. I'm already oh. taking the L on the selection of the draft as it is. Number five <laughs> in this draft, Deion Sanders. That is a hell of a top five. We will, I'll break it down later in the show. We can get to that, but that's four Hall of Famers off the board in the top five picks. And not only four Hall of Famers off the board in the top five picks, we're talking about guys who represented Super Bowls. We're talking about guys who defined their positions, guys like Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, uh, Derek Thomas, one of the greatest pass rushers in NFL history, and who may be the greatest pass rusher in NFL history had his career not been cut tragically short. That top five, I think, is going to preserve 1989 as being the best NFL draft ever. Therese, you rigged the deck already here. Uh, yes, he did. Give, <laughs> your, count, you. give I, your counter I, for <laughs> give your counter for 1983. Uh, no Tony Mandarich arguments, please. I, I appreciate the moderator making sure everybody knows that the deck was rigged <laughs> right off the bat. So go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> okay. Therese. I well great well now I get to approach this like the Falcons in the Super Bowl I'm up 28 to 3 I just have to not lose the game <laughs> um, right, run the ball to I, actually, I actually like your point Charles like let me just say that um if I'm you I'm definitely hammering home Dion and Barry and Derek Thomas that's like three players that were not just like badasses but like they like defined and cultivated a love of football for like a generation, like an entire generation of fans. Like that's what you hit home on. So that's a strong start. 
And I'm going to impassionately argue against it because there, there's no real argument to that. And this is hard for me because I love Dion and I loved Barry. But 1983 by far is the greatest draft um, of all time. Again, seven first rounders became Hall of Famers. These were our iconic guys. John Elway, iconic player, won a Super Bowl. Eric Dickerson had upright running style that a lot of players tried to emulate. Jimbo Covert was a bedrock on the 85 Bears. Um, the best offensive lineman was actually all decade. Bruce Matthews, uh, a testament to strength and versatility and durability as an offensive tackle. Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, Daryl Green, and the great Richard Dent. For there to be three Hall of Fame quarterbacks here, that's insane in this first round. All those guys left the impact on the game. And I'll also add one more thing to this. There are a lot of players in this draft that like seriously contributed to like some iconic teams. Jim Jeffcoat, who nobody really thinks of, was actually a really good player on the 91 Cowboys. I already mentioned for the Bears, Richard Dent. They also drafted in 83, and this is an unbelievable draft for the Bears. Dave Duerson, Willie Galt, Covert as well. Remember I mentioned him and Mike Richardson. All those guys were key on the 85 Bears. Um, the Giants, the New York Giants in 86, Drafted Terry Kennard, Leonard Marshall, Carl Nelson, Perry Williams. All these guys were parts of the 86 championship team. And then Charles Mann from the Redskins. We know they had a run there. And Jesse Sapalu and Roger Craig from the 49ers. It's just on and on and on. So many great players in this draft contributed to great teams from our lifetime. So, Therese, you have clearly dispirited Charles, which is not that difficult to do, as any of his Yahoo <laughs> colleagues can, can say. So I'm oh going to play God. a little reverse psychology here. Charles, go into Therese's draft, pick out the two or three biggest busts, and undercut his argument. I, I don't Ooh. even have to do that to undercut his argument. I, he's approaching this all wrong. Okay, I, I know you want me to go to the busts, but I'm going to start with Therese having a bust of an argument. Okay, everyone is watching right that's now. The only it, re- that's the listen, only recourse you have. Okay, I, that's fine. I'll approach this any way I can. I'll build Belichick this. I'll figure out a way to win, no matter no, what. Trust I me, have I got the Belichick. Trump okay, so card. let me go. I'm going to go approach this from. I'm going to approach this from a Belichick standpoint. Therese is taking the straight line argument. There's no wiggle here. He's just saying, hey, here are the great players. Here are the Hall of Famers. Here are the teams. That's what makes this a great draft. That's not what makes a great draft. That's not what we remember. That's not what we remember. The draft the draft is its own animal, okay? It's not just about talent. It's about the show. It's about the pageantry. It's about the storylines and the drama. So let me give you... Let me give you <laughs> why 1989 completely eclipses the talent of, of Therese's draft, okay? Tony Mandrich at number two. We oh use God. a term now. This. We use a term now in every single draft that we owe to Tony Mandrich. The draft bust was defined and birthed by Tony Mandrich coming off the board number two to the Green Bay Packers ahead of Barry Sanders, ahead of Derek Thomas, ahead of Deion Sanders, he became what we now use the term bust. We use it all the time. Every draft, draft bust. We look backwards, biggest draft bust. We look forward. Who's going to be the guy who busts? Tony Mandrich created it. The guy who was supposed the 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 Sports Illustrated cover boy, the supposed greatest left tackle who was ever going to be drafted ever holding the manhole cover. Okay. He ends up crowning himself as the bust. We use it 
forever. So there, there's number one. That's amazing that we actually got a term. So you are using the bust to your advantage. He's trying to weaponize the bust. (laughs) I am weaponizing the bust. I am weaponizing the fact that a cornerstone draft term, and I would argue even the greatest draft term ever created, we use the term draft bust more than anything else in relation to the draft ever. We use draft bust more. Search draft bust on Google. I promise you, search draft bust. On Google, and you will see more returns, more hits on Google than any other draft-related phrase that contains two words, draft bust. Okay, so there you go. Number one, I am weaponizing Tony Mandrich, the draft bust, as being part of what makes this great. We'll go beyond that. Okay, we want to we want to get into the talent. Hey, listen, I I understand the talent. Yeah. You know, I can go in again about Barry Sanders. As Trez did it for me. Deion Sanders defined something yeah, beyond football. You're right. Yeah, Der- Derek Thomas defined something beyond football. Barry Sanders, other than Gale Sayers, you cannot find another player in NFL history who even looks like Barry Sanders on the field in what he did. Okay, so great. There's all that. We can okay. talk about all the talent. I'm, I'm not going to bore you with all the talent. Hey, Eric Metcalf, Dave Meggett, two of the greatest returners in NFL history, all of that. I'm going to give you another you great storyline out talent. of this. Steve Atwater, again, another Hall of Famer. That's the fifth Hall yeah, of Steve Famer, Atwater. by the way, in this class. Yeah. Quintessential safety. How many NFL hits tapes were sold by Steve Atwater alone? That guy created the NFL hit tape himself. Okay, so there you go. Beyond that, this is this is very important. Andre Rice, over 10,000 yards move. receiving, over 80 touchdown receptions. Only man to have his entire mansion burned down by his... Rapper girlfriend in TLC, left eye, lit the shoes on fire in the bathtub and burned his house He's down. in a man's house burning I down. am absolute. I am pulling out everything I can. That this is, is what makes this draft great. You have a guy who okay. coins the term draft bust in, in what he became in the NFL. And then you have a guy who had his mansion burned down by his girlfriend when she lit his tennis shoes on fire. That alone, those two storylines are worth this being the greatest draft ever. We we clearly work at a place where we uh, where we go for clicks, considering how Charles's arguments are engineered when when he has when he mentions TLC hey. and then the biggest bust of all time. Okay, okay. as right. positives I, I, for nope. the uh, as positives for the eighty nine argument. Now Therese, listen. wait, 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 would wait, wait, you wait. like to wait. fillet Mister Robinson's argument before would, you answer that, Therese? Before you answer that, the three of us who are sitting here right now, there's not one of us, not one of us who out of all the stories in in this would not go, I'll write this story about the guy whose house got burned down by his girl. (laughs) We would all reach for that one. Every single one of us, we would scramble for that story. Sure. It's a good argument. Yeah, I'd, I'd come off a, vacation for that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good argument, and it's one that I don't that I, I just cannot allow our readers and our listeners to to fall into this trap. At the end of the day, we are arguing the best draft of all time, and there's nothing like the real thing when you just have the goods. You know, <laughs> people. People who just have the goods, you know, they just kind of have a wall. You know, they don't have to fake it. They don't have to force it. If you got the goods, you got the goods. So I don't have to try to concoct some pageantry argument. But if I did want to match you on that, I would mention that there hasn't been a killer 30 for 30 on the 1989 draft. There has been on 83. Elway to Marino is incredible. 
By the way, from a playing standpoint, my draft had everything. Killer quarterbacks, killer running backs, a killer cornerback, and Daryl Green, even a pass rusher. Like every in most every important position in pro football, this draft produced a Hall of Famer for it. And here's the last thing. Pete, you're the judge. I'm going to make this appeal directly to you. Our argument is about the best draft of all time. I went and found the numbers. The 1983 draft produced 41 first-team All-Pro selections, 144 Pro Bowl seasons, and 743 seasons where players in this draft were the starter for their team. 1989, 25 first-team All-Pro selections, 89 Pro Bowls, 546 seasons. By literally every measure, my draft was superior. I ask that you don't fall for the okey-doke and that you just look at this thing logically, do what Bill Belichick would do, choose the best, call it a day. Closing argument, Charles Robinson, give me your best draft hidden gem. Best draft hidden gem. That's a pretty good one. Partly Dykes is not an acceptable answer. (laughs) Oh, man. That's a pretty good one. Um... That is a good one. Well, unfortunately, I, I, you know, I have to tell you, Therese has got Richard Dent. I think what he was an eighth round pick, Hall of Famer in, in yeah, the 1983 draft. And again, I can't deny the greatness of the 1983 draft. That's it's hard for me to overcome. I, look, I, you know, my my draft again. I think the hidden gem. I'm going to keep going back to the Tony Mandridge story. The incredible bolt. <laughs> the incredible bolt. He's just hammering it home. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to keep I think telling Charles you Charles is tanking. He's hoping for a high pick uh, in the next I'm, episode of uh <laughs> just of, telling of, of you boxed in. There's is, no the, the Daryl uh, not the Daryl Morey approach. The process that that Charles is using right now is probably not going to be an effective one. All right, well mm. we'll see. We'll be talking about draft bus for the next 5 decades in the NFL. And you know what? My guy Tony Mandrich was the one who defined it. He began it. I think that alone is is worthy of making the 1989 NFL draft the best draft ever, particularly when you aren't allowed to choose the 1983 NFL draft because <laughs> someone got to it before you. <laughs> Trust wins this because he could talk well, okay. faster. He went faster than Char- me when we picked. Okay? You know, you're talking about all this immaterial stuff. We 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 have narrowed this down to a very simple scenario where we're picking the best draft. Now, you want to look at this or that or whatever. The fact is that I got that and I'm arguing it. And I'll even give you, Pete, a hidden gem that's not Richard Dent. Carl Mecklenburg was a 12-round mm. pick of the Denver Broncos, a six-time Pro Bowler. He was a four-time first-team All-Pro selection. He has a Hall of Fame case. I'm just saying, a 12th-round pick, a guy who played in Super Bowls, that's pretty damn good. So we come to the climactic conclusion of this episode of Boxed (laughs) In. I have two rulings. One is Therese Paler is our winner. Yes. And the other is I'm indicting him on insider trading counts oh, because no. he clearly, <laughs> clearly gamed the game by picking the vast superior draft. We all know Charles Robinson isn't running a 4-3-40, so he's not the fastest guy in the world. But Therese was quick on the draw. Therese is your winner. Charles, your Sam Hinkie reverse psychology uh, tanking does not work on Boxed In. Bill you flat. need to win straight up. Therese Paler, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so honored. This is exactly what I planned. No one's ever going to recognize this championship. 
<laughs> illegitimate. <laughs> Completely illegitimate. <laughs> Until the SEC comes calling for your insider trading allegations, enjoy your banner. We'll, we'll see yeah, if it gets I'm bold. All, I'm uh, already you know, in. John Calipari style. I'm already in Switzerland. Beat it. that is all from today's episode of boxed in join us next time